Welcome to this episode of the Ace of Spada podcast, hosted by your boy right here, Anthony Spada. Today's guest is one of my best friends in the industry, Will. Um, guys, to say the least, we talk about everything from bodybuilding to life to mindset to business. We touch on all aspects and just have a genuine conversation with each other. This is actually, it's not even a thing filled with so many lessons. It's more the fact I wanted to have just a casual conversation to let you guys in on how we both see the world and what it means to truly be great in this world. That's kind of his symbology is be great. And we want you guys to take that away from this conversation. And I also want to let you guys know, if you do like this episode, please tag me and Will. Our Instagrams are in the show notes and like and share it on your stories. Thank you again. And everything else is in the show notes. So let's welcome on Will Nose Sheldon. expecting like the same dude same message same vibe so it keeps you on task and on point which which is awesome dude and that's why i decided this year to start getting more serious about um creating content and providing material on my social media because i just i just don't i don't i mean i know i wasn't doing enough and so i was just in my you know nobody's ever too busy but in my mind i was just with college football and with finishing up my degree and having a full-time job and it's just a lot of shit bro yeah it's a lot to balance i mean it's just like once you once you find that balance though it's like that's like the money maker it's like that's what's always hit me when when i started to find it like once i started to actually schedule people yeah that was like the bound that was like the point where i was like oh shit this is actually getting serious i was like yeah i started to see help because i was like oh well this could advance really quickly with who I'm scheduling. It's like the matter of fact of not just that I am, it's who I'm getting on the show. Like that's like the bigger deal. That's been incredible too, but that just, it just speaks true to your craft, bro. I mean, it's like, and not that you shouldn't continue to be, I mean, that's the whole point, right? It's, it's beautiful to get excited and to see these people that you get to be in contact with and interaction with. And that's like, that's one of my favorite parts of, of this whole thing too but it's just a matter of like hey you're providing an incredible service yourself bro and like you're you know and you know uh 10 million followers or 250 followers it's like you're you're making an incredible impact and you i don't know bro i just it's so exciting to see how many people see truth in you bro like you've really continued to evolve and and I don't see it stopping. I was just telling my brother, I was like, yeah, I'm going on to Anthony's, or because I was telling him I'm going on to a podcast because he just got off one actually before he called me. And that's why he called me to talking about the podcast. And uh, okay. I was like, no way, I'm going on to a podcast here in like 10 minutes. And then he was like, oh, that's cool. And I didn't tell him like which one. I, we were just talking. And then he was like, so which podcast? I was like, oh, it's uh, I was explaining who you are because I didn't think, not that I didn't think he knew who you were. I just, I don't really think about this whole like social media thing like that. So I was like, I was like, oh, it's uh, my buddy Anthony. He's like, Ben, I was like, honestly, 
I would say he's probably my first true supporter that I didn't know on social media. Like, yeah. Like, which is just so cool to think about. Man. So it's like, I was like, you know, when I first started my Instagram page and like, and it was just bare minimal and he found me and I was like, so Anthony's, Anthony's my bro, man, for life. Like he's a fucking man. And so, and he was like, and I was like, it's Anthony, uh, Anthony Spada. And then he was like, Spada. And he was like, Spada. And I was like, yeah, bro. I used to always say Spada too. And he was like, <laughs> I was like, I totally thought it was Spada, bro. And then, but then I was like, uh, it made, it made way more sense when it was Ace of Spada because I always, I always just said Ace of Spada. And I was like, that's still dope. Like I liked it. I was like, this is a cool, yeah. I love the logo. Like I love the look. I love the colors, the simplicity. It's like, it's all, it's all shit that I love. But I was like, Oh, that just makes it that much better too. It's like, is in space. Like, uh, how did I not know that? But, um, and then he made a good joke too. Which I, I thought I should tell you. So he was like, uh, it'd be funny if you're lifting with him one time. And he was like, do you need a spotter? Like, like, <laughs> he's like, hey, bro, do you need a spotter? Like, oh my God, man. He's just always coming up with some funny, stupid, like witty shit. I don't know. Oh, dude, I've been following him for like, I remember you posted one thing on him i forget what it was it was something really hysterical it was when he used to come out with those like those personality videos and he yeah. used to make like those different ones with like the girls and he would say like he like he had and shit. Dude, dude, he, i was like and then like and then he came out the one with the and then like the video came out with you in the the socks Oh, the I forget what it was. Yeah, the, the one that you just reposted from the other day, dude. I yeah. geeked so fucking hard when he said that one. I was just like laughing away. And it was so funny. Dude, the, what I really want to do eventually, you know, and that's when, I, when I'm living around him again. Like, I want to do podcasts with him or just videos because when we're together, dude, it's just, it's just fun. Like, we, we have the same humor. And so... He's like my best friend, man. He's he's absolutely hilarious. And like that video that we took of that pre-workout thing, we had been doing that for probably like not five minutes is a long time. I would say like two true minutes of <laughs> doing that back and forth. And we were laughing so hard. And I was like, dude, I have – I didn't even know where my phone was. I was like, I got to go find my phone, bro. And then I come back and like we got to film this because I was like, this is hilarious. And uh, and we did, and yeah, dude, people loved it. That was that was a lot of fun. Oh, dude, it was so funny. Like you, like your relationship with him is a, like is pretty freaking hysterical. It's just all comedy all the time, and I just like laugh every time he posts something really funny. I just like geek so much. Like it's just uh, no, it's just hysterical though. But yeah, I've been following him for a while. Feels like, dude, I've been following him for a while. Feels like now, like at least like two years now a well, year no, or two he knew exactly who you were yeah because i was like in his face he's like oh bro he's like spotty he's like he's spotty fitness and i was like yeah he was like i love that guy i was like <laughs> i was like oh yeah dude he was like dude i know who that is he's like come on don't even say it. like it was like he wasn't actually mad but we like to give each other shit shit so he was like don't even act like i don't know who Anthony is i was like damn my bad bro i was like i was just I was like, I didn't think you didn't know who Anthony was. I was just not like articulating. Like, you're telling me he's my friend. He was like, well, I know. And I was like, dang, you're right. You do know. Yeah, dude, I think you were like the first. You were, I don't know if I mentioned it to you. I think you were one of the first I told I made the page. I want to say you were yeah. one of the first to follow. You were like one of the first five. Like, yeah, definitely well, one of the I first think five. I was for sure, because I remember you. Yeah, you definitely told me about it. Like, I mean, well, I don't know if it was like if I was one of the first you told, but I. As soon as you told me, bro, I jumped all over it, of course. 
Yeah, and it's changed so much, like completely. Oh I remember my first thing was like a leg day, and I look back on it, and I'm like, I'm just like, like people, you can't see this right now, but I'm just like hitting my head, like, like just like looking at it when I look on Instagram every now and then, just like float all the way back down to where I started, and I was like, but you can that, you keep it there. Oh, dude, it's like my first. It's like gonna be like my first few episodes when I get this. It's gonna be like, oh, well, these are my first like twenty episodes. And yeah, good memory. Yeah, it's great. No, going back to the first episode that I created here, I'm like, shit, I could have done a lot better. Like now looking at it, I'm like, dude, the quality could have been so much higher for what I did. And it could have been such total. It could have like my storytelling has gone up a lot because I'm working with like Chase. So it could have went up so much. But I mean, it's definitely been I look at you and kind of got my inspiration from you creating content which inspired me to create which inspired me to create the page well inspire me to make the page thanks bro because i mean it is an honor to be one of the first people like we did not know each other and for people who are listening we live we live opposite sides of the country basically crazy huh like i mean isn't that just so cool yeah like that's like the best part about social media is that like we met through that and it's weird because for the listeners who are listening right now like we like we talk business we talk life like we talk friendship we talk everything yeah, like we, in a matter of like and we can do that like like literally like with a snap of finger like it's like one day we don't talk and it's like a week we don't talk and then it's like we talk for like two hours and it's like all right we just set our whole lives in about a two-hour span Dude, we do. Yeah, we conquer a lot of ground in a short amount of time. And then it's just like, all right, see ya. It's almost like, like, so if it wasn't technologically based, it would be as if we were just uh, stumbling upon each other just, you know, during a random day of scavenging, you know, like hunting and scavenging. And we're just like, we see each other. We we talk a bunch. We're so excited because we like, we love each other. But then it's just like, we got to get back to our families or, you know, we got, you know, like the sun's going to set, bro. Like you got to get back to camp, you know? So it's just like, yeah. It's cool because, yeah, we'll just like something will trigger during the day randomly where we will just get on a rant about something, messaging back and forth or like whether it's texting or through DMs or like a response to a story or something. It's just like, but that is the cool thing about social media. And that's for, yeah, again, um, for anybody listening, like you just never know when a friendship can build like that through social media. It's like that's where I get kind of upset when people – bash social media so much and i get it i know that there's a lot of negativity but um i was just telling my sister this because so she's catholic we were raised catholic and for yeah. lunch, she gave up uh social media so do you know the catholic church yeah Very i'm cool. catholic yeah oh, i'm catholic okay. yeah so um she oh so did you give up anything for lent <laughs> you're like no um, <laughs> Well, the listeners, he said no. Uh, so there's silence there. So, uh, anyways, my sister was like, "Yeah, I gave up social media for Lent. Like, what do you think about that?" And blah blah blah. And I was like, "Lizzie, um, you know, I'm not saying that that's not awesome, but I don't think social media is bad in your life, to be honest. Because like, my sister only follows like motivating people. She she always finds things that she likes and she'll share it to our, like she'll send it to our family's group messages or like, I don't know. It's, it's her, it's her opinion, her life, you know, and I'm glad that she did it. But basically I think if you know how to utilize social media, well, it's not, it, it's not this scary, horrible place that everybody makes it seem like, 
I mean, you just got to be following the right people, you know? You just can't yeah. be, like, immersing yourself with the bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You got to follow the people that kind of inspire you to create more because that's the point of social media is if you see people creating something dope, it's going to inspire you to go out and create something really dope. Yeah. Like, that's how I look off everybody that I've been talking to. Like, I wouldn't have this without social media, to truly yeah. be honest. Like, who would I have on as guest? It'd be me and, like, maybe a few people from my area. Like, cool. That exactly. I don't even really, that I don't really even talk to, but it's like, it would just be me and no one would know about it. It would just be basically me talking to a mic. But it's like the beauty of social media is that like, I think we're the true example of it is that we met through social media and it's like, yeah. <laughs> and then when we meet up, it's not going to be like an awkward, like there's no real awkwardness anymore with people seeing people from social media anymore. Cause so many people are personable on there and vulnerable. And it's like, we connect it right away. So it's like, once we meet, it's going to be like, there's no awkwardness. Like it's going to be like, kind of like a shock factor when we meet just cause it's like, we're actually meeting in real life. But other than that, it's like, cool. We can talk about anything basically. Yeah, I agree, bro. Um, I, and I don't feel uncomfortable at all ever just looking at somebody being like, yeah, like I know who you are. Like, I'll just be honest with them. Like, and if I don't know, then I'm honest too. But like, I remember this one time at a bar, this was a long, not a long while ago, but like probably a year or two ago, something like that. But I ran into a girl and I was like, um, and her friend was like introducing her to me or something like that. And I was like, no, I know who you are. And like, not in like a weird, creepy way. I was just like, yeah, I know who you are. Like, I've seen your social media. Like, I'm not going to lie and act like I don't know who you are. Like, yeah, I know, I know you. And she was like, oh, I don't know who you are. And I was like, that's fine. Like, I, she was like feeling bad. She was like, I don't know who you are. I was like, that's fine. Like, my name's Will, you know, and I was just like super excited to introduce myself and just, you know, whatever. But yeah, I think there's enough charisma and just uh, affability throughout social media if you're, an, if you're an active user to where they're, it's not uncomfortable anymore because, I mean, that is the whole point. I think that's the beauty of it. Like, I'm very thankful for, for the social media because, for example, some of my good friends, I'm not going to say like, oh, it lets me like stay in contact with my good friends because everybody says that. But what I do like about it is I feel like the people who are really open to share things, it's cool to see like, I don't know, especially during like holidays, like, oh, that's what their family does. You know, it's just kind of cool yeah. to see like, these different traditions that people do and what means a lot to them. And I'm not saying that you something only means something to you if you post it on social media. Like, that's not true either. I have a ton of personal things that I've never shared on social media. But it's just cool to be like, oh, that's, uh, you know, I don't know, man. It's just unique to see all these different traditions unfold and to see these things that I would probably never be able to see because that person wouldn't take the time to maybe write me a letter or, like, send me a photo of it just because we're not that close. But, like, I still care about them. It's like, I'd love to see... You know, I love to see a picture yeah. of you, dude. That's so cool. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, like, it's, it's just fun. like, it's just a vulnerability factor. I think it's just yeah. people willing to be open. Like, yeah, there's the, there's like, especially in industry, like there's people like, like when you look at like Julian Smith or something like that, who you look up to very much, it's like, oh, yeah. he shares a lot, like a Julian lot. does share a lot. Like ridiculous amounts. <laughs> I know, and that isn't that just so. Seeing somebody would see that, it's funny too, because like I, I love when I'll have some friends, especially like here in Montana, because like not a lot of people use social media that heavy. Like, yeah. 
in in comparison to other parts of the country, I guess I would say. But to every person is their own person too. I mean, who knows? I'm sure there's some people who use social media a ton here, but they would be like, oh yeah, well, like you use social media a lot. And I'm like, eh, not compared to the people I follow, bro. Like, I mean, like, people <laughs> that I follow, it's like, yeah, I know a lot more about them than you know about me. Like, I don't share that much. Like, yeah. But I'm not saying it's wrong. Like, I think it's awesome. Like, I think it's so cool that Julian was like be filming at his house and shit. Like, that's yeah. to me. And like, to know that that many people care, like so many people care about him, bro. And that's just what's cool too, to see that, that that's the... Not that, sorry, not that that is the end goal of any of it, but it's like, dude, how cool to like make an impact on that many people and they, and they genuinely get influenced by you just being you, you know, he's not like really trying to prove anything. He's just, he's just, he's nothing to prove. (laughs) No, of course not. Like he's just, he's just the real deal, man. He has an incredible fan. Like his, like his family is just so great. They're just fun. And yeah, it, it's, it's amazing though. I love what he does. So how did you I actually never asked this. How did you create your like why did you create your page? Like when you created like the first one. So we'll um I don't I don't know how to say your last name. I want to make sure I'm getting it right. Is it no say? So nobody really knows how to say it. That's the interesting part. So so the history of the last name. Interesting topic. So it we like our my family's from Italy and so in Italy Oh, so it's Naki. No, no, no. It was it was originally Nochi. Okay. N O C I. And then when ah. they came to the United States, they changed the I to an E, and which is still an Italian word. It's noche. So C noche. C E together is che. Okay. In Italian. So it's noche. And but unfortunately, and I don't know the exact, but I'm assuming like my family didn't want to be like considered as, you know, foreigners. Yeah. So they just started saying no see. So uh, like growing up, everybody said no see and called us by that because that's what my dad would tell me too. I mean, he would be like, no, it's pronounced noche, but you know, nobody really knows our name by that. And I was like, that's fine. But, so it was no see my whole life. And my brother loves, loves saying, uh, loves no see. And I don't mind it, but I just, I have this like extreme admiration for, I'm not just trying to be like, oh, I'm super cultured. Like, it's not like that, but like, I just think cultures are cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, I love traveling and I think it's really fun to like dig into the, like, I mean, I, I uh, studied Spanish in college. Like I, I love learning languages and stuff. And so I like to say noche personally. Okay. So I, I, when I introduce myself to people, I say it's William Noche. It's and my full name is actually William Noche Sheldon. Yeah. I legally added Sheldon to my last name. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I say Noche, but my brother says No See, so it's really <laughs> like to me a name's a name, bro. I don't get offended either way. Like people could call me shit, dude. People can call me a different first name for all I care. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah, I totally completely understand. Trust me, we've got each other's names wrong for so freaking long. <laughs> Isn't that funny, dude? Well, I mean, it, it's always been a, a brutal issue because, like, base. I played a lot of baseball growing up, and like, I'm, like specifically baseball tournaments is what I remember. And they'd just be like butchering that name, and it'd be like Nos or Noki or Knock or no. Yeah, it was just like they just didn't know what to do, and finally, mom would. My mom would just scream it, you know, and <laughs> then they would understand. But yeah, so I kind of, I told my brother too, I was like, just so you know, I am 
because I think it really happened when I moved to Montana and it was like the first day of football and they were like, so what's your name? And I was like, it's Will Noche. And they were like, oh, Noche. And they all started saying Noche. It's like everybody here in Montana just calls me Noche. They don't even call me Will. Like, okay. like not a single person. But, but again, bro, I don't like, I mean, I, my sisters back home call me Wilbur. Like, <laughs> like, uh, I mean, there's, I have so many nicknames, like my, every professor of mine called me Bill. So, <laughs> like, again, like a name to me, it's all relevant as long as hopefully I have the same, um, ho- hopefully people still have the same idea of who I am, you know, regardless of what they call me. So I don't really know, like, you gotta call me this, but. Yeah, I yeah, usually so, go by, I usually go by Spada. So that's usually yeah. mine. Yeah, so everybody yeah, usually calls yeah. me that. But yeah. like my sister, my sister will be called that, like by her friends, like from high, from like school. Yeah. So like if they're ever in town, they'll always be like Spada and look, we'll both look. It will be like, I'm like, I'm like, you're not talking to me. <laughs> um, but but yeah, dude, how did you uh, how did you actually start the fitness page? Like, why did you start that? Like, so I started Will Noche Fitness because, um, well, to be honest, bro, I've to backstory it a little bit just to give you a little like understanding. In high school, my grandma for Christmas sent me this like just like a mystery box kind of a thing, like a bunch of random things. And one of the things in it was a DVD, the, the Pumping Iron DVD. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't really exciting to me at the time because I just didn't really, I didn't really know, bro. I just, and, and he just looks, Arnold just looks cool, like not even big, just like crazy, crazy unproportional almost on the cover because like his bicep is so peaked. Like, yeah. I almost think it's a little squeezed. Like, I think this image is a little squeezed, like, just to make it that much more dramatic. So I was like, what the hell is this, dude? And I just didn't want And then, but then later on Christmas Day, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to check this out. So I, so I put it in, and I ended up just, like, I ended up grabbing, like, weights from our garage and, like, bringing them in and, like, lifting in front of the TV, like, like the whole Christmas Day, bro. Like, I was, I fell in love with the movie. And then, because I always thought guys with, like, muscles were cool, but I just... I don't know, just never really like knew what that meant to take action and actually try to build it. So then I started getting into lifting and I started taking lifting pretty, pretty serious, like junior year of high school. And then I remember I started getting like, I had an appreciation for bodybuilding, but I didn't, in my mind, it was just like, oh, bodybuilding is just uh, like, you got to be taking steroids to do the bodybuilding thing. Like in my mind, I was like, eh, you just can't do it. Like, it's yeah. Not- and then I was like, I went, I got a gym membership because I was just lifting at my high school and I started asking the guys that it was the 24 hour fitness in our area and all these big older dudes, like, and at that time, a lot of like, a lot of good bodybuilders were training there and they, I basically just asked them questions, bro. Kind of like every day, I just like, can you teach me how to lift and stuff? And so I got really into bodybuilding and then, and then, uh, but it was really just my like my my thing like my personal time like I didn't I didn't really uh, lift with friends or do any of these like it wasn't about like the industry or anything like that and then when I got to college we were all you know trying to make it in college football and shit and so that meant like you know get as big and strong as you can and so what we would do because we were all freshmen and our our freshman class was like the largest freshman class that they had ever recruited there was like fifty two of us okay and we. 
50 of the 52 redshirted. So like, which means you're not playing. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like you just don't, you don't play that. Year. So, um, basically they, all the coaches were like, you guys need to get bigger. So we would all go to oh. this gym. We'd all go to this gym called Fuel Fitness, which at the time we got in for free. Like they used to give Carol, Carol athletes this uh, free membership, which was cool. So we would go there and, um, we would train and all my buddies were just like, how do you know all this shit? And like, like in their minds, like I knew, a, you know, a lot, but I didn't, but yeah, I studied the, I just love bodybuilding. And so they were like, dude, you got, you got to start a page, man. And like, and like share this stuff because like people would love it. I was like, no, man, like, this is my own thing that I just kind of like to, this is my time, bro. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. just, yep. I'd spend a lot of time in, in the gym, just not even necessarily lifting. I just, I liked being there. Like, just like hanging out, whether I was just like reading or on my phone or listening to music or just stretching. Like, it just, it was just like home. And, uh, but enough people kept telling me. And so eventually I just, I was like, all right, man, I'll start a fitness page. So, so I built the page and then I didn't really know what I was doing at all. I just kind of, knew that I wanted to share my appreciation for bodybuilding because that's what I felt like my friends were asking me to do because I knew a lot of people that knew how to work out and I knew a lot of people that um, that wanted to build muscle, but I just, I just didn't think that they understood this idea that, one, it takes like, – I, I was really mesmerized by C.T. Fletcher and his whole thought process of just obsession. Like, yeah that entire concept to me just really triggered and I was like, he's exactly right. Like, because that's where I noticed my developmental change was when I literally would like cancel everybody else in the world pretty much out and just go to the gym every single night and like force my body to develop basically in a way, you know, it's like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no other option. Like I had to go to the gym. Like I was going to make sure I did. And, um, you know, I just believed in this whole concept of, of the overtraining and I just, I just fell in love with it all. And so I was like, this guy's awesome. So I wanted to share that with people. That was kind of like my first thing was just, was just to like tell them that your, like your body and your mind are going to be a direct reflection of what you like, what you're continuously giving it. So like if that's bullshit, that's bullshit. And if it's if it's real real deal shit, then it's real deal shit. So if you're going to the gym every day and, and making shit happen, like things are gonna change. But like yeah, so that was my original goal and I had no other really motive. I just kinda wanted to share my appreciation for bodybuilding and then and then more and more people started asking like about workouts and stuff and so uh just it just developed from there, bro. Yeah, we just kept going. Yeah, no, I totally get that obsession thing. I think I just got it now. I think when we talk about it now, it's different because it's like now I'm starting to, like once I started to get a coach, like an actual coach where I'm starting to be consistent Yeah. every single day, day in and day out, I think that's when you start to realize it. Oh. And it's like, and it's like a good obsession. Like there's some bad things that you could be obsessed about, but it's like, like yeah you can become introverted because of the gym a lot of guys are but it's so cool to be there and i understand and i get that like and i see you and i kind of get like that old school vibe from it where you were like i'm always in the gym and i always want to be in the gym and i kind of get that now where it's like 
I just love being around people who are improving themselves. And I think that's just like a big thing. And I keep bringing it up in the podcast. Everybody's kind of sick of me saying it because it's about like your surroundings. But like when you're such in like a spot where you're improving so much and other people are improving so much, it's just like you don't want to leave that place like at all. I know, man. And you're exactly right. And so that's where I got into this weird little, uh, cause, and, and you know this too, there's just so many opinions like yep. of, of ways to be, how to act, what things should mean to you, what, what they should stand for. And I, and I find value in a lot of them. I think it's all great, but I think it's just all relative to the person. Um, for example, this is like, I have like, this is one one thing that I, I kind of battle with because like on one hand, I really love the dudes that are just like, I just get in the gym and I get the fuck out. Like I get in there, I get my work done and I leave. And I'm like, damn, that's like, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. like, you're right. You don't have to spend any more time than just go in there, get your shit done and then get out. But sometimes it's just nice. This is where I really fell in love with Andre's gym because it's just so cozy to me, man. Like you just literally, and it's, it's probably a, a, a multitude of things. It's probably the people. And I love the spacing of the machines. Everything's really close. It's like a true bodybuilder's gym. Um, like, like you're going to talk to the people around you because you got to walk around them. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. cool. you're going to interact. So, but, and if a machine's taken, this is another cool thing about old school bodybuilding gyms, I, in my opinion. It's like if a machine is taken, let's say, let's say you want to go and – go in and do quads and the squat rack's taken and there's only one squat rack, right? Or like, you know, maybe there's two, but, but it's like, uh, you're not going to not do quads. So you better go figure something out to trigger, to get your quads going. Like you're yeah. like, and it, then it forces you to have creative direction. Like, and not that you should go off, off track of your workout, but I just love that old bodybuilders mentality of, you know, it can, it can be done. Like you don't have to have this or that, or you don't have the perfect thing. Like one of my favorite clips, I can't remember what it's from, but it's just this old bodybuilder. And he's just doing, he's just doing leg curl. He's doing standing leg curls, not with a machine, just mentally, but dude, he's struggling. Like he's just struggling and building so much and his hamstrings, just curling so tough. But like, there's no weight, bro. Like he's just creating that tension and, and just mentally just building and that always it works to a point, but I just love that idea of it. And so, anyways, my point is that that was a ramble. But with the with the whole yeah, get in and get out idea, that's awesome. But I also find beauty in just hanging at the gym with the people that you love. And it's and I, what I what I really started to recognize that you can do that is some of like the strongest guys that I've like been around. Um, they weren't necessarily in a rush to get to their workout because they know it's going to get done. Like yeah. no question in their mind that they, when they get to that set or they get to those weights, like shit's about to get real and really fast. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. so when you know that, when you know yourself and you know the level that you train at, which I'm still trying to, to, to find and develop, you know, everybody matures um, and I'm excited to continue to progress, but when you know your intensity, then it allows for flexibility within your, 
you know, cause sometimes I would just get mad because I would run into somebody at the gym and then we end up talking for 35 minutes and it's like, well, why am I mad though? I'm still going to get the same workout. You know, I'll be, I'm, I'm fine. Like it's good. And it's good to talk to people, but that's not to say some days too. I just want to throw on my hoodie and just not talk to anybody and just rock. Oh. You know? So it's just all situational, but yeah, just being cozy in the gym and yeah, but that's that. See, again, that's where everything just triggers because it's like I want to say I love being cozy in the gym and hanging out with my friends, but it's also like some days I get pissed when I see people just hanging out in the gym. It's like, are you? Why aren't you guys working? But I guess it just uh, it's just all situational and based on the day. I guess I don't know. I um. So right now I'm at a new gym. Um, I sent you the page for it. Uh, King's it's called King Gym. It's in uh, Bridgeport. They have like all Arsenal equipment, so it's like all kind of brand new, and yeah. it's got like the coolest shit that you wouldn't think they would have. And it's like, all right, and you're in that new environment, and it's run by someone who knows bodybuilding. Like that's the difference. Like when you're in a gym that's run by someone who knows bodybuilding, it's such like an extra level, and it makes me want to stay there and talk with the people who go to that gym, because. Yeah. Because you know when it's run by a bodybuilder that it's for people who train fucking hard. Like, yeah. that's a thing. Like, they may... And that's the thing, like, I have. I have the same kind of style as you do where, like, yeah, I'm going to get the work done. Like, I don't mind being there. Like, it's going to happen. But it's also, like, I know, like, that these guys, like, when we start to turn up, we're turning it up. Like, we're not talking and we're going hard like it's like train like it's like jordan peter style like go go fucking hard <laughs> like yeah. in the paint like that's like where you're at and it's like you got to put up or shut up with those guys and i think that's like that hits home with me so much like at least the people through that i follow on social media and stuff like that like they all train that way like the people i like to train it's like i like those people that go pretty close to damn failure or to failure to say the least like those are my type of people where it's like strap on heavy ass weight and you put on your straps, you buckle in and you're, you're going, it's like, you're not stopping. No, for real. And it takes a different breed, man. It's like, it's not that it's not that it doesn't take a lot of focus and energy and dedication to, to build a quality physique, but I think style of training just, that's so attractive to me too. It's like, damn, like seeing the intensity that somebody can have and it's like, yeah, they get it for sure, you know, and just being able to recognize that and see it. And and it's all based on the day too, bro, because I mean, some sometimes you'll see somebody in the gym and I mean, you don't know if they were there earlier that day maxing, you don't know if they're, they just came off an injury. Like you can never judge anybody in the gym with, with uh, how they're approaching things. Ah, that's, that's not true. I've judged a lot of people, but, but it's, you, you of, shouldn't. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not saying that you should judge people in the gym, but I'm saying like, that is definitely, I would say judging as a human is a very natural trait that we just do. We just judge situations at hand. First and foremost for our own safety, like just to make sure, Hey, is there anybody around that like is dangerous to me? Like, am I okay here? Are you like, yeah. So yeah, no, of course you shouldn't judge people, but I was just saying like if if I watch if I was watching somebody lift and they were injured 
and I'm making sure that like everything's like okay over there. It's like, yeah, I'm going to judge and make sure that everything's okay. Or like, you know, if you see somebody struggling, it's like, you got to go run over there. It's like, I, I would consider that judging too, in a way, not judging in a negative sense, but, but yeah. So as far as, damn, I don't really, I don't even remember what we were saying. What oh, we were talking, talking, we were talking about like training styles. Oh yeah. Training styles. So what I think is just so cool about it is just to be able to see that, to have that admiration for somebody just based off like looking at them training. It's like, it gives you a whole new, like yeah, profound level of respect where it's like, wow, man, you, you get it. It's like, that's so cool. Yeah. You, you definitely had that moment where you see some dude lift some heavy ass weight and he just, he, he like does like a heavy ass barbell row and you see him get done and you just look at him and he looks at you and you just give him a and you just give him a nod and he's like and they're like yeah they're like yeah that just happened and i was like all right i was like yeah you're right that did happen man like that was really cool what you just did no that is that is fun i uh i just experienced that at arms race gym actually because i rode with a couple friends and i had never met a couple of them in the car and we got straight to the gym and we're all just talking and hanging out and stuff and then his name is Polly and Polly went over and just started just hammering shit man and not that I wasn't getting along with Polly like we were getting along very well but I was like oh that's what Polly's about I was like Polly man can I live with you today and he was like yeah for sure I was like let's get it so then we started training together and it's like we just instantly became like that much closer it was just like crazy it's just crazy how that CTO says like you we are brothers. We are brothers in iron. That's what he says. But oh, dude, it's so true though. It's just like once you find someone, it's like it's. Here's the thing. Like I've like like I think me and you might have the same way of thinking about this, and I think a lot of other bodybuilders do. They don't trust someone until it takes a while for you to trust a training partner. Yeah, like it's literally like it's basically I consider it like marrying someone at that point. Like you have to have that level of trust where they're like. Like, when you lift heavy, they know exactly where you're at, and they know exactly, like, what you're going to lift, and they know exactly how to spot you, and they know exactly how to get you to contract that muscle. It's like, there's so many intricate details into having a workout partner that aren't said, that a lot of people kind of overlook to, like, oh, like, every now and then, yeah, you need a spot, cool. But it's not like... They might grab the bar too early or something like that when you could have another one in your tank and they're like, oh, well, but like I have one at school that's literally perfect. Like we mesh so well because we've known each other for so long and it's like we know when to push each other and to get kind of frustrated. Like one time I got frustrated with him because he took, he kind of didn't spot me real quick, which was halfway my fault and halfway his fault. So I won't blame him fully, but I was like really pissed off at him. But it's like, you let that go. Like right next moment, it was like, we were back to square one where we were just like making sure we were getting the most out of every single exercise possible. Yeah, you're right, dude. And it, it can get very frustrating. I remember a couple, I remember one day, Man, I got so upset in the gym because I asked this dude, or this dude had been spotting me the whole day, and he just didn't help me on this one. Not that I wanted him to help, and like some, some of my best friends when we, we train together, like one of my, 
I would say one of my toughest friends that I have when I lift with him, he won't, he won't give you a lift off. Like, like, it's no matter what, like if you ask him, you're like, Hey, bro, can you? he's like, no, it's like, fuck, bro. I thought we were lifting together, but it's like, he just won't do it. Like, he just doesn't believe in it. I'm like, shit, I guess that's how today's going, man. But <laughs> anyways, one of, one of the other dudes who was spotting me, he just didn't have my back on this one. And I just, and, and the reason I was mad was because my right, I've, uh, I've separated both AC joints in my shoulders okay. like, twice. And so yeah. they're very fragile. I'm, I'm building them up. They actually, they're, they're performing the best that they ever have uh, recently because I've been giving the most attention that I ever have been able to to them, which feels great. But at that time, I was very fragile. Like I was still trying to push the weight because we were in the, like it was, you know, in football and stuff and trying to keep up. And, but I knew I was fragile. So I was like, I need you to spot me on this. It was like dumbbell incline or something. Okay. And, and yeah, he just like let him, he, he just didn't let it uh, help me out. And he just let it kind of get out of its path. My shoulder got just like, just triggered in a way. And I was like, you know, I was just pissed and I was throwing shit. And I was cussing. And I was like, I was like, no, like he was like trying to apologize. Like, no, dude, don't talk to me. I was like, kind of just like throwing a fit, you know what I mean? But like, not like, I was just, you know, really competitive and wanted to get that shit. Like, but, but you get over it. It's not that big of a, yeah. it's never, just, it's just the weights, dude. Like, and if anything, then you got to think about the mindset of like, well, you know, you f- like I failed at that point. So it's like, at least I pushed it to failure. And it, it's just important to make sure that your training partner is keeping you safe. I'd say that's like the number one thing. Yeah. I think that's a lot of things that a lot of people don't do is that like, they don't keep it safe. Like, yeah, there's a point where you shouldn't like, there's a point in everybody's career where you're like, fuck this day like the day's going wrong and you kind of just that can lead to bad decisions but it might lead to some of the best decisions you made in the gym but it's also like yeah you should be safe when you're in the gym 100 percent. like you just need to stay focused like don't go against i was talking about this today with one of the guys i know his name's mark tomanek um he's like a really big kind of bodybuilding coach and i'm having him on next week or in a few weeks and he was talking about like you don't go against your plan like he's like there's no point in adding useless volume and i feel like that's what a lot of people do and that's when you see the injuries occurs because people end up even though there's a lot of people that don't believe in overtraining there's just a thing not overtraining technically it's just like useless training where you're not effectively putting your muscle to the test and it's like that's when it becomes dangerous and like you always need to stick to your plan. I think that's why it's so important to have someone there. So you make sure you're sticking to your plan. Yep. Cause it's easy to get out when you're, when you're by yourself and you have all these ideas and these thoughts and different, your body's telling you, you want to go one way and, but you really should just be sticking to your numbers or just doing your thing. You know, it, it's just all, they all have their, they all play their purpose. But I would also say another big thing with a lot of the, lifters that I've been working with lately, a, a thing that I noticed that they take extreme care of is attention to detail with mobility as far as like, so for example, one of my most valued friends, like just a great guy, just he's, he's fucking badass too, but he trains perfectly like i just i love i love everything about how he trains. his name is jesse 
I've posted pictures with him before. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, it's not the it, professor. It's not the guy who trains with Julian, right? Is it him? Mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. He is. <laughs> he's a, he's a specimen. <laughs> so so here, here's the deal with Jesse, though, which is so cool, is one, he's a true example of the kind of person I was telling you where he, I feel, and, and it, I could be wrong. But at least from what I've seen, it's like he's not necessarily in a rush to get to his workout because he knows it's going to get done. Like when he trains, dude, it's so intentional. It's just it's just great. But another thing that he does is like when we'll work out together, he will always be there like 30 to 40 minutes before we said we were going to be there. And he's just like rolling and stretching and just getting in tune with his body. And it's like it's not like he's getting – it's not like he's nervous to train with me. I mean, he, he lives like five times the amount I do. Yes. <laughs> From his pinky to his chest, you know, it's just like, but, but it's because he is aware of the magnitude that he is about to implement. And like, he knows what's about to happen. So he pre- he's preparing himself. He's smart. He's in tune with his body and he's making sure that everything is okay. You know, and that's just what's, it's cool because that just shows how advanced he is and how mature he is as a as a as a trainer. Like he, he really takes care of himself in that, and it shows in his performance. And yeah. that's what a lot of true, a lot of true guys that push serious weight, power lifter is what you would classify it as, I guess. Um, a lot of the really good ones, I would say, they that's pretty universal. You see that. You see them taking these precautions and making sure that they, you know, cross their T's and dot their I's as far as their body is concerned to make sure that they're good. And I think that plays a major part. Like I started to stretch a lot more and work on my mobility work and a couple of the other guys from arms race who do jujitsu, they started helping me with my shoulder mobility. Jesse did too, but ever since the, and, and, and jujitsu artists, same idea. They pay as, as hard as they train and as hard as they go, they pay that much more attention to rehab yeah. ability work because they have to. And that's what I think more people need to do in bodybuilding because these accessory ideas become necessity at some point. Like, oh, I should stretch. It's like, no, dude, you really should stretch though. Like, you, like yeah. that's going to help you so much more than you realize. And that's something that I just didn't – even with football and everything, like I just didn't really – pay that much respect to until I realize like, oh, if I work on my stretching more and my mobility, then my range will be greater and then I will be able to handle more impact on my lips. Yeah. And I think about it, I think about it like I always get like now, like my coach started to assign like stretching to me. There you go. And now that I'm in my mini cut, now I understand it because I'm weaker. Like I'm weaker though in a sense where I'm not pushing as many carbs. So my body needs to stay the same strength. And I just grab like a PVC pipe and literally just do like those over and backs and then like around the world. And that shit just like, I do that for like 10 minutes, like literally just keep rotating between those two. And I'll do a few other exercises with it. But it's just like, once I do those, I feel so good. Like my shoulder feels like my rotator cuff feels ready to go. And I've never felt better going into a bench thing, like, like a bench, like, Day where I just feel perfect, but Jesse's just like, dude, that dude is an absolute animal. Like I look at his page and he's just like, just like no doubtingly like deadlifting like, like five eighty five for like 
10 reps and I'm over here just like okay I'm like oh you're yeah yeah but he's every time that I've trained with Jesse there have been multiple random people that come up to us and we'll just like thank him for how he lifts like like like, I remember last time we were at 24 and this this older man just comes over and he's like it was an honor. He he pulled Jesse's head. He's like, it was an honor to watch you squat today. Like, and just like meant it. Like, it was true, like, old, like, not like in a creepy way. It was just like a, like, it was kind like of like respect. when you know, like, like, he gets it. You know, like this old guy was like, he, like this old guy probably knew what a true squat looks like. And it's like Jesse exemplified that times 20. You know what I mean? With like, with, with mind you not it's not like he was doing a perfect squat with 225 it's like you know he's doing a perfect squat with some with some weight with some heavy weight yeah so it's just like wow man what a, what a dude yeah he's like a real life superhero but he's cool yeah um i kind of want to get into there's a few other topics i want to get into before we kind of uh wrap this up uh i definitely want to get into more of this might actually actually we'll get into one of the big ones i kind of want to get into which is your it's you this show's about you, so it's your whole mantra. Um, yeah. I'm wearing the socks. I'm wearing the socks. Um, he has his own brand, kind of. I guess you would say that's what it is. It basically is a brand at this point. Um, the Be Gray brand. Um, you've made it into your own team. You've made it into a challenge. Um, it's just incredible. I'm a part of the Be Gray team. Um, I was... If nobody notices, I was forced onto this team. I did not accept any sort of contract or anything. I was forced onto this by will. No, I'm kidding. I was, I was, I was, I was respectfully invited to be on the team. Um, I've been with him for so long now. Uh, we didn't record like the first like half of our conversation. To truly be honest, guys, we like left out so much stuff from the beginning. But yeah, so he has this team called the Be Great, and it's kind of what he represents he puts in every single caption that he ever puts on instagram and i kind of just want to get your deeper meaning for it and like where it all came from um and what it truly means to you for it to like every day to be great yeah bro so basically what i would say is first and foremost be great came from a shirt that we made with lead the followers and which was a clothing company that my best friend growing up started and i started to be part of and help out with and loved every everything about it i mean i still i, I still am like the biggest supporter of these bars and still part of the team and everything but he took it more into the direction of the tattoo industry and he's killing it there but He's not doing clothes as much right now, but anyways, one of he has sick guys, tattoos. He has sick oh, tattoos. Yeah, Jordan's the man, dude. Like, yeah, if you guys, if you guys are interested in realism tattoo art, if you go follow lead the followers on Instagram or uh, Jordan Fino is his name F E N O. He he is the real deal. He's trying to really, or he's not trying anything. He he is making an incredible impact on the tattoo industry. So, mad love always to Jordan, but one of the shirts that we made which was my favorite shirt ever that i wore all the time because we had a lot of graphic t-shirts and i just don't really like graphic t-shirts i'm super plain okay 
um, was it just said be great. And I was like, oh, dude, that's the coolest thing that I've ever seen. And I was just like, because uh, it just spoke to me, bro. Like every, like, I was seriously would just like, it was a shirt that I would just lay out on my floor and just like look at all the time. I was like, this shirt's just it. So anyways, I started writing it in my captions. Yeah, because when I started the fitness page and stuff, and then all of a sudden, and I would just post it on my stories a lot too. Because again, I just really liked it and it meant a lot to me. And um, it just motivated me. And then, and then people started like sending it to me all the time. Like they would just, like they would text me and just be like, Hey man, be great today with like a wink face. And just kind of like, I don't know if maybe they were like, just you know, not like talking, it's not like talking shit, but just like give me a hard time with the way, you know, it's <laughs> interesting uh, thing for a lot of people. So like, it's almost like they're like being fun and like joking, but like kind of serious too. They're like, "Hey man, be great today." It's like like even yesterday, somebody at Starbucks was like, "Are you being great today?" And I'm just like, "I don't even know what to say to that." Like, I'm just like, yeah, I, don't, "I don't want to be like cocky." Like, yes, I am, but it's like, um, yeah, I'm trying. Like that's my goal today is to be great for sure. Like, yeah. And so really, I would say it started just with that, with me implementing it into my social media all the time, and then. <clears throat> the impact that I started seeing it have on people because they started messaging, messaging me and basically like make turning it into its own thing by just saying like this, like people would say things like this thing that you're doing with be great is helping me a lot. And I would just be like, Oh, you know, and I just didn't really, and I was trying to grasp like what that meant too. I was kind of like, well, what do they really mean by that? But I think in general, the idea is the fact that I believe that we all have a legitimate claim to an abundant future. I write that in my posts a lot. And I've uh, said that a lot in some of the talks that I've given. And I just think it, it's true. I believe that we all have an ultimate version of ourselves. This is something Ed Marvat says all the time. And I love when he says it. He, it, We all have this ultimate version of ourselves that we can become. And but it's up to us to make that a reality, like good or bad. It, that is complete, like, that is completely up to you because what you allow is what will continue. So if you choose to, if you choose to continuously add on to these bad traits, then bad things are going to follow. Or if you choose to go in the right direction, good things are going to happen. And so with Be Great, my goal was to look at everybody and say, here's the deal. And, and I'm part of this journey too, because I am right there with you. And that's why I'm trying to say it. It's like, I'm not trying to say be great is me. And that's what a lot of people would say. Like, kind of like how you just said too, you're like, you know, it's your own personal brand, which I appreciate. And I really like, I think it's cool that people think that way, but it's like, be great is something that I'm trying to attain as well. So like, I'm trying to, to be great every single day too, because I'm well aware that I'm not, you know, like none of us are perfect. And so we're all trying to figure this whole life thing out. And so, and, and the most simplistic way that I that has worked for me out of all the influence that I've had from different, you know, whether it's lifters or motivational speakers or whoever it may be, the Be Great, just that title just spoke true to to my heart, I guess, man. And I was just and, and then I just started to see it move mountains for other people. And when it started, when people started to say that, you know, maybe I saved their lives or that I changed their lives or any of these amazing things that people have have said, it's just like, oh, wow, this is something very, very special and, and true to people's hearts, which is all I could ever ask for. And so basically with that, I decided I was like, I want to turn this into a company. 
Like I, and I've always been fascinated with entrepreneurship. I've always loved people who created their own brand. And I grew up, I mean, as a kid, I was always starting my own like clubs and, and like little companies in my neighborhood, I guess. Like, I don't know, like little teams, like we just, we always were up to something and I was always selling things and just, I've just always had this business mindset. I've always liked to do it. I've always thought it was like really, it's just always just naturally happened, I guess. So I've, I've always thought about it that way. And I grew up skateboarding like my whole life. Like I've loved, I've always been a like big time uh, in the skateboarding and something about the way that those brands have always developed just like spoke true to me because they had this like really strong support basis of just like like-minded people. And so, and it's not that I don't, like the fitness brands that that um spread out to everybody because i think that that, those have their places too but in my mind i was like damn i kind of want to just create a brand that is about everything that i'm that i'm about you know and that and things that i enjoy and hopefully be able to make an impact because i mean everybody in this world says you know you need to be true to yourself and and you know just do you so in my mind i was like well if i'm going to do that then now I'm going to do that to the max and create my own brand and it'll be exactly who, who I am. And so, and also just the fact that be great was making an impact. Not only, not only was it helping me in my life, but it was helping my family and that, and that mattered the most to me. Like regardless if I was getting support from anybody on social media, like, like the fact that it was helping my siblings and uh, my parents and, it inspired them to live their lives, you know, and to to be the greatest version of themselves. Like I was like, okay, man, like that's all I could ask for because, like, if my family was like, oh no, I don't like what you do. Not that that would really change either, but like my family means a lot to me, and their opinion, their opinions really matter to me too. And so when they were like, oh no, Will, like this is, because I asked them, I was like, do you guys see validity in what I'm doing? Like, is this truth or is this me seeking something? Like, is this actually me? Like, I was like, just like be honest because. Because my friends told me I should do this, and you know, I I, I get inspired, and I, I read these things, and I've always liked, you know, people who started their own things. But I was like, I just want to make sure, you know. And they're like, No, well, that's you to a T. Like you've always been that way. And I was like, Yeah, that's what I figured, man. I was like, I I know I want to do this, and so. Uh, but when they when my mom told me that, she was like, No, well, like you know, this is you, and I was like you're right, this is me. So I just kind of went full speed after that and decided that I wanted to get after it and turn this into a full, a full thing. Man. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's kind of come on really quickly too. Um, the yeah. whole, the whole be great team page on Instagram, um, the challenge and all that stuff probably came within what the last month and a half, like last yeah. month or two. Yep. I was, I was planning it all before 2020 and just kind of, just had a bunch of notes and stuff and thinking about what I wanted to do. And it's still evolving. I mean, like I still have a lot of things that I don't want to just get on here and talk about all my dreams of what this could be, you know, but yeah. it's like, um, which I'll tell you privately, you know, like, Hey, I got definitely like my ultimate goal for this stuff, but which that's all relative too, because that could all change as well. But as far as like, yeah, so the be great challenge. That's something that I'm really excited to, uh, kickstart coming this next month i want to organize it to where i'm able to sign up a 
a team as well who is participating in the Be Great Challenge and basically they're all together. So Chris is the first, he's the one that I started it with and and I want him to help lead the pack. And because uh, we've already been contacted by a bunch of people from all across the across the country, bro, which is really awesome that want to do it. They're like, yeah, we want to do the Be Great Challenge. Like, let us know how we can do this. Let us know how we can be involved. And from from donors to like different uh, people who just want to actually participate, you know, and lose weight or just do their own challenge in any way. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like, of like Andy Frisella's like 75 hard challenge. Yeah. Which is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like, I mean, I love it. Exploded. I think exploded. Oh my gosh. It's just incredible, bro. Like I'm not saying this would ever get to that magnitude or anything like that, but um, same idea of, I want to create something that people can follow and that it's, you know, really, it's just a matter of this inclusiveness to it. Cause like you said, sometimes you just need that person there. Like everyone needs a coach, everyone needs a support. And so it's nice. And if I can provide that for some, for, for people and, and it can help them, that's all I can ask for man. So the Be Great Challenge really is just open to any, and uh, I don't want to say it's open to any and all, because I, I think I'm going to create some sort of a exclusive, ex, exclusivity to it. Something like that, right? Yeah, we're fitness people. We're not. We're not. We're not talkers, really. Like, we just type words, and hopefully, autocorrect helps us out. (laughs) No, but yeah. So it's just, uh, no, the Be Great Challenge has been awesome, man. And Chris is—he's just incredible. And then, as far as the Be Great team goes, I got that idea from LiveFit because I—I love. Ah, this is the word again, exclusivity. I love the way Randall has organized LiveFit, and it's a very exclusive group of true athletes who, like I said earlier, which were we not recording during that time? Uh, I don't believe we were. Okay, I don't yeah. I don't know. I honestly just pressed play during the middle okay. of our conversation. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you already know what I said, but just, like, kind of to sum it up, it's like, you know, everybody that is part of that brand is a true representation of it. And that's what I want to create with Be Great. Now that I don't want it to be open to any and everybody who want to support it, like, and, and I and I will, like, make it that way. Like, I want, like, anybody will be able to purchase products, obviously, and, like, feel like they're part of something, like, part of Be Great. But as far as the team goes, like, I want it to be an exclusive, you know, elite group of people who really represent what, what it's all about, man. And so that's what I'm excited for too. It's like really pinpointing and locking down on some, on some people that I, that I value and that I trust and that I, that I just, I love their work. So there's a, there's a couple, but I'm really trying to keep it minimal, you know, and just keep it, keep it real. Yeah, no, I was, I was really honored. It was a surprise and honor at the same time when it came about, cause it all just came out of the sudden with it and it was like shit i'm on this team and he's like and like we've been talking about it for a while for it feels like it feels like we've always talked about something along the lines of this like it's like we've always had the same goals in mind with helping as many people as possible and impacting and it's like cool it's really an honor to kind of be a part of it but i want to get to know more of the people that are on the team but it's like cool to see that like I just feel honored that you see that I'm adding value to people. Oh, 
grow YouTube day in and day out. And that's why I asked you, or I guess appointed you, as you said, like, you know, I just made it a thing, but it's like, you know, and that is true. And I, and I can't wait till I get to the point where I can get everybody together and yeah. you know, start actually like, and that's just what's so exciting too, is like, you know, I'm not rushing things and I'm, and I'm trusting the process and doing it the right way, but I just can't wait to, for it to continue to evolve and, you know, to eventually be able to, you know, a, a, a goal of mine, not that it's about money or anything, but like, how it, you know, to be able to pay the be great team and to just support what they do. And like, every, like, like, dude, that's all I could ever ask for is to create something truth, truthful that people are proud to represent. And, and it's all just, it's just all in positive light, to be honest. And where it really came to my, to uh, my thought process was I was getting contacted at the time by just so many people who wanted this sounds like this is I'm not like being cocky. Nope. It was just it was just like an abundance in my mind, I guess. I'm sure other people feel differently, but it's like abundance of people who wanted to work with me as far as like fitness was concerned or nutrition and training and stuff. And I was like, dude, I can't do like this many people, you know what I mean? Like it was just too much and I and I was already working with like a certain number of people and and I just felt like I couldn't be genuine with them, but I didn't want to just be like, nope, I can't work with you. Like, so then I, I was thinking like, what if I created a team of like, like nutritionalists, mindset coaches, weight loss specialists, because I'm not incredibly, like, I'm not like the beat, like I'm not the ultimate of knowledge. Like I'm very limited in my knowledge. Actually, I have a lot to learn. So yeah. I was like, what if I had just like all the people that I value most in this world though, who, who do take great pride in that stuff. And I could say, um, like you won't work with me directly, but you can work with, you know, this person, this person. Like, I think you would work best with this person, like this be great team member. And like, and then it's like, yeah, that's sick. It's, and I, and I think it just, you know, it's just a, a whole bunch of love bro. And it's, but it's a person that I could trust to be like, Hey, like you won't be working with me. And like, but that, but, but then they would still be working with me too though. Like I want to organize it in a way where it's like, where you overhead everything. Yeah, it's like they're still talking. Like, like let's say they they had an issue or something. Like, you know, I'm always I'm right there. They can talk to me. They can just figure it out. I'm just like, oh, or it's like, oh, hey, like I know that you're working with Anthony, but uh, I know that your shoulder is like like hurt right now. So like, let's actually have you work with me for a little bit, and I'll talk to you about your shoulder. But you know, and like finding a way to make it all organized and like yeah. just keeping it together where it's like everybody felt in unison and it's all it's just like it's truly like a family-based group man and it's just tight-knit and that's that's my uh that'd be like one of the ultimate goals but yeah as far as like i have all these visions for like a b-grade center and stuff and that's dude, for that's for another time that's a that's a shush oh <laughs> i don't want to get started on all that shit yeah no but I mean, I've been big time goals, but right now it's a matter of perfecting the craft of what I want Be Great to be, what yeah. I want it, how I want it to be represented, um, and then from there, production. So I committed to, you know, uh, production this year, which is very exciting. But then it gets into all the all the weeds of again what I want the brand to look like, what I want it to feel like, what I like. I, I want it to be intentional. I don't want it to be like oh. I mean, dude, I could have gone down to the local store and printed off a bunch of shirts that say "Be Great" on it and sold it on my Instagram, but that's not the point. You know what I mean? It's just like yep. it's just like I want I want to. Not that I'm not going to make T-shirts. I'm definitely, most definitely going to make T-shirts. But it's like, <laughs> I, I want to be like, 
oh shit, Will really took the time to premeditate these to where it's like, like that is the brand. Like, the, yeah, that is what be, be great looks like, like for sure. And it's just like, because then from there, it's like, oh, dude, I don't know. I just, I can't wait to see the impact that it makes on people. And I can't wait to wear it myself, bro. <laughs> like, oh, you know, dude, like, I can't yeah. wait either. It's it's going to be sick. Yeah, uh, it, to give a last minute, kind of, it kind of reminds me of like listening to Seth Rossi. Like, oh, really? It kind of reminds me of my brother's favorite person. It reminds me, it reminds me of like, just to give a little quick kind of exit comment as we're about to go to the end. It's just like, that's who it reminds me of. Cause he always talks about how he had to set it up and set the brand up to make sure that it envisioned what he wanted it to be. And like, he needed to make sure himself was the one also envisioning it. Cause without him believing in it, like doesn't have any meaning to other people unless the person who runs it is the one who has the meaning behind it. So I give props to you just cause it's pretty cool to be on a team now. Now I understand why this whole thing was created cause I never understood. And that's why I kind of wanted to have this podcast too. It's cause I wanted to get down to why you created it all of a sudden and stuff like that. And it was just like, it was so cool hearing like that it's created for this specific reason and it's going to be a huge successful team because i know it is because i'm also on it you know <laughs> i give a little give a little spotlight to myself <laughs> uh i'll handle the whole the whole podcast world we'll have a we'll have a be great podcast round table <laughs> you didn't get me started bro i'm already i've been thinking about that big time man like i just uh, that's it. I mean, and, and what, what also excites me, not that I don't want it to strictly be obviously fitness related, but, but be great can, uh, it's just applicable to so many aspects of life. I mean, it's just life changing. It is. You can be, you can be great in motherhood. You can be, be great in painting. Like, I mean, then whatever it is, whatever your thing is. And that's what, that's another thing that I want to enforce with this whole, with, with the be great company and with messages that it, I'm not saying that fitness is the ultimate. I'm not saying that really anything is the ultimate because everybody has their own their own experience in this world for where they see truth, where they where they uh, what makes their heart smile. To be honest, you know, and I think that's a big one. And and for me, one avenue was for that was fitness, you know. And so I, I definitely connect with people on that on that level, but. I want to be great to speak a greater message than just that because I don't think fitness is it's not the ultimate for everybody and I and I don't want to act like it is. I think it's a very it's an incredible tool. It's amazing, but you know, there's there are a lot of other parts of this world that you have to build on yourself and work on and so I'm just excited to hopefully you know, spread, spread that message as wide as I can too, bro. Shout out from the rooftops for people because I, like I said, we all have a legitimate claim to an abundant future. It's just not, it's not just going to happen though either. You got to make it happen every day. Like it's up to us. Yep. And I think that wraps up basically the podcast in general. It's just that saying, just be great. Um, you guys kind of got to hear us kind of just shoot the shit to truly be honest. Um, I don't really do this type of podcast. Like usually we like we were just conversing this whole time. 
Yeah, we were. Um, that was good. Yeah, I didn't know. I figured it was going to be very like strict, like conversation or like a uh, question based and stuff like that. But yeah, dude, this was nice. We just talked. We can we can do this anytime, bro. You let me know, and I'm da- if you want to get more structured and and really ask. no, no, nope. I didn't handle, man. I you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, I we're heading to the end. I do have like just a few questions. Usually, I do the same three to everybody, um, just to kind of just stick it and kind of keep it the same. So the first question is. Um, what three things, if anything, would you want people to leave with to like summarize the whole episode that we just recorded? Oh goodness, three things. There's a lot. <laughs> I would say, I would say number one is what you allow is what will continue. I would say number two is I mean I said it multiple times in the podcast, but I I do believe that we all like I guess I'll approach it more instead of saying we, I'll just say you. You all have a legitimate claim to an abundant future. And then number three, um I want to be, I was going to be sarcastic, but like funny, I was just going to say some bullshit, but uh, I guess the third would be, you know, at the end of the day, everything's going to be all right. And I think people just need to sometimes just take a deep, I think we all just need to take a deep breath and, you know, I'm not trying to be all, you know, sunshine or rainbows and peaceful because I do believe that you got to bust ass and get to work and get after things. But I would say the third one is just, just sometimes just, you know, slow down a little bit and just realize where you're at and realize that this is all part of part of your journey. And sometimes that is the that's the best part of it. You know, it's not the conclude it's not the destination. And so you just really have to immerse yourself in the fact that and this is one one thing I've been thinking about a lot too. Again, now I'm rambling, but this is part of my third point. So I was talking the other day about this as far as I'm not trying to be like all like oh yeah like go America go US that's <laughs> not really who I am but I mean not that I do I love United States America like for sure um, but one thing that I really do value about our country is the fact that we all demand we all as a general very general but I believe that most people in the United States demand success from themselves and we are very hard on ourselves but you know what that's why this country is so great man like that's why people are so productive and we produce such great results because we're pissed off for excellence and it's pretty cool to see and it's cool to be part of and i i, I recognize it in myself because dude i mean i'll get down on myself as i'm sure you do i get down on myself i'm like damn dude i could be doing better why did i do that or you know I, or like you even said like even when you reflect on yourself from years ago you know it's like oh my god that's how i was and it's like well yeah, that is how that is how I was, man. That was part of my journey. It's like I was developing, I was growing up and learning stuff. Like I thought, I thought I knew everything. I didn't know shit. You know, it's just kind of so. So for people, and I'm not saying to not be hard on yourselves because I think uh, I think that's also another point. For my fourth point, I would say that you have to be harder on yourself than any than anybody else ever will be. And I think that that is going to change a lot of things for you. But to con- to counteract that. Sometimes don't you know? Don't be so damn hard on yourself. Like it's all gonna be good, man. Like you know, it's just it's all part of it. Just yep. I think, some 
Yeah, those are four great points that I think everybody needs to leave with. Those are four really kind of think think points too that a lot of people need to take. Great. <laughs> uh, That's Cordy. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one's kind of. I was waiting for you to say that. I was just like just wondering if you were going to say it. Um, just be that guy. Yeah, the third one, man. Be great. No, yeah. No um, so, second to last question. Um, usually, I ask. I don't know if you listen to that many podcasts or not. Um, I ask what three books or pod like end or podcast. So you can kind of mix them, but just give three, three books or podcasts that you think everybody should uh, listen to or read. So I do listen to your podcast. I was just listening. I was I was getting ready for this podcast by listening to a different podcast in the sauna. Um, your your podcast, what I'm saying. So, I would say the first podcast that everybody should listen to is your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just gonna throw that out there. Everybody should get it. But yeah, no, obviously the listeners are already there. So, like I said earlier, um, as far as podcasts are concerned, and I'm I'm biased because I don't have a an incredible knowledge of all the amazing podcasts that are out there, but my absolute favorites are for sure Andy Frisella's work, anything that he does, and Ed Milet's work, anything that he does. And then you can do a book too as well if you want. Yeah, no, I was definitely gonna talk about books. So as far as books are concerned, this isn't a um a personal development or a motivational book, but just a random fact about me. My favorite book of all time is Alice in Wonderland. Okay. So I would say everyone should read Alice in Wonderland. But to be real for a sec, I guess I would say um, a an incredible book that I've been reading that shares a lot about just the human in general is The Art. It's an interesting book. It's called Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. It's not actually about motorcycles, so it's it's really a philosophical book about life. But that's a great book. But then, as far as personal development books go, I I love Ed Milet's little book that he wrote. And I think, oh yeah, it's called Max Out Your Life. I think that is an incredible book that everybody should read, and you can read it in a day. I mean, I'm a slow reader, and. And I'm not saying that you should read it in a day because you should really absorb the information and take your time with it. But that's an incredible book. Uh, I love Mere Christianity. That's another really good book. And that's, again, it's not really trying to force any religious beliefs. on I, I've studied all the religions that I find beauty in. And uh, I support them all, to be honest, in a way. But... But Mere Christianity is a really interesting book where C.S. Lewis, who used to be a, uh, an atheist, he just shares his experience of trying to, of what what it all means and what he thinks it all means. You know, he's just trying to figure it out himself, and it's cool just to see somebody who is so knowledgeable still learning. You know, to be a forever learner is pretty interesting to me too. So uh, that's a great book. But hmm, another book. I don't know, man. I, I That's three. I mean, you don't have to give any more oh. if you don't want to. Yeah, I would say those are my three for now. But, you know, so my main issue right now is I moved into a new apartment and I don't have a, a bookcase yet. I'm in the market for a bookcase. I'm looking. I'm well, for if anybody so, wants to ship him a bookcase to Montana, 
Um, so give me a bookcase out here. No, no, yeah. So, but and once I get that bookcase and I can see all my books again, maybe I'll have yeah. a great understanding because they're all in a box, dude. I haven't even really been, except for Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Reading, so I've definitely been reading that one. But other than that, I haven't been reading as much as I would, as much as I would like to, to be honest. I'm, but man, I do, I do miss reading. It's, it's amazing. Yep. And then, uh, last question, um, get your 15 minute. you get your 15 seconds of fame here to kind of just like, just shout yourself out, give a nice little shameless plug. Where can, uh, where can people find you, um, oh, the team, the challenge, whatever they want to, whatever you want to kind of say, go, go see, go find, okay. I'm going to put it down in the show notes, but anything, just kind of shameless plug yourself. Killer bro. Yeah. So I would say that. If you want to get in contact with me, just, you know, have you just send your owl out with my address and just send me a letter. No, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I would say Instagram is probably the best. It's just at Will Noche Fitness. That's W-I-L-L-N-O-C-E-F-I-T-N-E-S-S. So Will Noche Fitness and then. From there, in my bio, I have the Be Great Teams page as well as the Be Great Challenges page. I want to get more involved on Facebook, but I just haven't taken that path. But I would love I would love everybody to support me on Facebook as well. That would be incredible. I don't do YouTube, um, and I don't have a podcast. But And as far as my website and everything, that's all in the works. It's all just part of my branding and making sure everything, again, is is truthful and 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 that I enjoy the way that it's all organized. So I would say that's all still, it's still happening. I mean, I'm working on it every single day, but for now, just the Instagram, brother. I think yep. that works perfectly, yeah. All right. And if anybody has any questions too, my email is is through that Instagram page. That works great. And then, and I get, everybody that reaches out, I usually get, I get pretty personal. And so it's like, you know, it could end up where we're texting or, you know, whatever. I don't know. Like I'm pretty open with the people that I work with and I love it. So yeah, I think yep. we faced like right when we started getting to know each other, bro. It was like, yeah, yep. it's just yeah, literally. Yep. Yeah. We, we had like a hour call one time. Uh, but everybody, um, I want to thank you first, Will, for coming on the show. Um, it's one, it's one AM here. Uh, oh so it's getting a bit so we got a little philosophical during our whole talk so i was waiting for i was waiting for the woo woo to start going for me um thank god i didn't get into that because that could have been like a three-hour podcast um i don't need joe rogan i don't need joe rogan long form type uh type length yet that's not my style um but i kind of want to thank you first for coming on the show we were finally able to get him on trust me guys he was one of the first like two guests i was trying to get on and we finally found the time to get him yeah, on sorry no 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 need to apologize we finally got you on that's the thing so now that you're on thank you for coming on and sharing a bunch of your wisdom and kind of the dope conversation we just had and everybody i want to thank you for listening to this episode of uh, the ace of spada podcast yes thank you guys so much i appreciate it a ton anthony's the man Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Ace of Beta Podcast. If you guys enjoyed this episode, I ask for a quick favor of you. Screenshot you listening to this episode and share it on your Instagram story. It's the best way that we can get this podcast out to as many people, and it's how I will grow. 
So everybody, I appreciate you listening and can't wait for you guys to listen to the next episode.